This is Avi Uniglick, your tech concierge, and you're listening to Tech Talk Tips and Observations. You can be part of the show. Just call in, ask a question, contribute a comment, and I look forward to hearing from you. You can reach me anytime at www.askavi.com. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up on today's Tech Talk Tip, we're going to be talking about podcast continuations. Going to be taking more questions, more requests, and more ways to track and to listen to your podcast in an easy way for free. Stay tuned. This is your Tech Talk Tip for Motown Monday, 7-10-17. Today, we're going to talk about an app that is cross-platform. You can run it on the web. You can run it on your Android, your iOS device, your tablets. It doesn't matter. It's one of the most popular news aggregators for RSS feeds around. It's been around for years and years. It's in version 33 already, but you may not have used one or it before because you may not have known about RSS feed readers. Of course, now with the ability for us on Anchor to produce podcasts, we each get our own RSS feed. And we may wonder, hey, what's the best way to be able to view not only my own, but other people's RSS feeds? You know, with our Anchor on FB group, we provide RSS feeds for everyone in the group who wishes to participate. And we've put together a compilation there, and it's growing every day. And if you want to be a part of that, you certainly can be with bit.ly slash anchor on FB. Or if you're looking for it, it's called Anchors A Wave. If you're already in Facebook, just do a search. You'll find us. Join us. We'll be happy to have you there. And you may want to be able to track a number of your friends' podcasts. An easy way to do it is to log in to an app called Feedly, F-E-E-D-L-Y. It's by a company called DevHD. You can get it in the Google Play Store. You can get it on the uh, Apple iTunes App Store, of course, and you would be able to download that on your device. I started it at the website and made it easy to log in. You can log in a number of different ways, and when you set your account up, it either is free or you can pay for a premium version. It gives you more additional features. Check it out. I recommend it. And you'll see how easy it is to be able to view not only your own stream with all of your individual segments and episodes, but anyone else's and any other RSS feed you may be tracking. I think you might find it very helpful. And if you have any questions, you hit me up. What's going on, Avi? I wanted to bring this up because I thought it was kind of a miss on on everyone. Not, not you in particular. You probably mentioned this once or twice is that uh, this is a good alternative for podcasting. And I mean that uh, in a sense that this is free. And the fact is that you would go anywhere out of any platform that would charge you for, char- for, for doing podcasts, whether you do it through WordPress, using Blueberry or SoundCloud or LimpSing and any other services that you decide to use, it costs you money. Unlike here, Anchor, it's free. Although you might complain that it's five minutes at a time, you have the ability to combine multiple episodes together seamlessly. And I, and I, and I think this will be the best way to do it. However, you don't own your content. And I think that's where people get all messed up in their head. I mean, hey, whatever, wrapped around the axle. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Dave. Thanks for that call in and thanks for your perspective 
on the Anchor Podcast, and I agree with you. And first, before I respond to you specifically, I want you to hear what I told Belinda because there was some concern over a week ago about how people are criticizing how the Anchor Podcast works, and I provided her with my two cents. Insert your name here so you can see what I mean, and uh, here we go. So this is my take, Belinda, on the pre-roll and the post-roll. They don't take up that much time, although, as you heard, they do take about 10 to 15 seconds on the front and the back end. So, you know, they're, they're going to eat up some time, but they promote the station, and in doing that, they're going to bring in more activity for people that want to do the same. That's a good thing. The bad thing is, for those people that want a, quote, untethered podcast that has nothing to do with the product that they use to produce it, it's going to cause some, uh, you know, disgruntled, I guess, producers, okay? And for those types of people, guess what? They don't need to do it in Anchor. They could do it outside of Anchor. They're likely going to do a bunch of pre-production work anyway in some type of third-party software and make it sound professional and do all the other things. This is for people that want to take what we're doing here on Anchor and make a podcast out of it. And you already heard my opinion of that. I think there is a great space and place for people doing podcasting. And if Anchor wants to get some promotion in, hey, how much are they charging you to do this? They've put a lot of technology and expertise into developing this and to putting it out and to making this all work. I think it's phenomenal. And you could always share what you have in your episode section. You can embed that in a blog. You can embed it wherever you want, wherever you're sending people to. And there is no pre and post roll. But if you want it in iTunes, you want it in Google Play, you want it in all of the additional podcasting venues that are going to be made available here, why not take advantage of it? That's my take. Two cents from the Aster, Dr. Roth. <laughs> Thanks for that new title. I don't think Bernie would be happy about that. <laughs> so as you can hear from that response to Belinda Dave, my perspective is very similar to yours. Yes, people will have to pay for hosting if they want to do that, if they want to be able to own their content, make sure they can control their RSS feed, send it where they want. All those features are something that people can pay for, something they can host on their own WordPress site, whatever they like to do. But I can tell you, Anchor has an incredible position in the marketplace for those that want to do what we're doing with their Anchor segments and get them out into a gen genre and formula that will work for many, many people. And I appreciate that. You appreciate it. And the fact that we're not currently paying for this is such a bonus. People just don't always understand the ramifications of what it takes to get a podcast up and running, not only technically, but financially. And to get it promoted and to get other people to be able to listen to it is a whole other bang and and game and here we have the support of Anchor getting it out there as well as others that are using the platform to get it out there. So I think it's tremendous and I see this platform is only growing and getting more and more in informative and supportive. So I think it's great, man. Thanks again. And now we're going to address your second call. Oh, Avi, my boys. So... I hear you talking about RSS feed and podcatchers and how to publish this podcast of yours or whomever's onto Facebook, Twitter, and other mediums. 
Now, are you going to talk later on on how to capture uh, the, um, the audience that's listening to your podcast and what time of day and where in the region of the world uh, this podcast is reaching? Uh, would you recommend using VBurner as a way to capture your podcast other than relying on Anchor? Uh, sending you monthly statements saying, hey, how many people have listened to your uh, to your podcast or uh, statistics that provide you a wider range of when, how, what, uh, what type of phone device they're using to listen to you. Uh, any feedback will be great. First, Dave, great question about the statistics surrounding our individual podcast. The first question I always ask is, all these numbers are great. But what is your objective with the podcast? What is your goal? Why do these numbers even matter? Okay, Does it matter how many people are listening to you unless you are getting some type of remuneration for that? Most people want to get their message out to the world. Who listens to it? What device they listen to it on? When they listen to it? doesn't always matter unless you are trying to build some type of huge following so that you could present it to someone for some other type of business relationship. Otherwise, you can measure how many people are listening in total through your podcast using the Anchor app. Should you use FeedBurner? I encourage people not to use FeedBurner for two reasons. Number one, it was abandoned by Google from a support standpoint since 2012. Okay, While it's still around and you can subscribe to it, there's no longer being any updates to it and there are issues with compatibility with a number of the newer sites and it's likely not going to get you what you're looking for. Would it be important to get statistics for those people and how, what do I recommend that they use? Well, that's a challenge because many, many sites are using different techniques and they, they basically merge the RSS feed statistics with email and a lot of people are using email postings and communication so that they get better tracking. And if you're looking for that type of thing, I do have an app that is supportive of that, and there are a number of them. So it all depends what people's objective is, and I deal with that on a case-by-case -case basis. However, I don't look at the numbers. I don't care how many people are listening. What my goal is, is to get people to become loyal in my providing of information, and I always reference my place that I own. I don't reference a podcast. I don't care. The bottom line is, what is it that you control? And that's normally your own domain. And always redirecting people back to your domain. When people start following you at your own website, at your own resources, then that's when statistics matter because those people become converted to some type of uh, you know, product that you can provide and service you can provide, and it's your loyal tribe that really matters. Does it matter that 10,000 people or 100,000 people listen to you on a daily basis? No. Maybe to advertisers, but normally it's much more important to have loyal people that are committed to supporting your tribe, and that is where it really matters. Thanks, man. Don't have time to call in? Just tell the bird to do it for you. Tweet your question or comment to Ask Avi and pick up your answer back here. It will be ready when you are.